Hey Queens, it's your girl Queen T here, also known as your favorite and only Beyonce coach. If you're new to my podcast, I welcome you. I hope that you find that this is a good and safe and transparent place for you, Queen, to stick around. Trust me, I keep it 100. And I hope that because of that, you end up hitting that subscribe button and sharing this episode with one of your girlfriends. Today, we're going to be talking about he's just not that into you. I'm going to be openly sharing a story that I've never shared with you all before. And I hope that you're able to see just exactly how I had to realize a guy was just not that into me. Because I realized, Queens, that, hey, this is a part of life. I know that you've been there. Maybe you're there and you don't realize you're there. But I hope that by the end of this episode, you can look at your life and literally look at the person that you're considering dating or the person that you're with and be able to decide what is best for you moving forward. All right, do me another favor, Queens. After the end of this episode, hop over to IG or Twitter and follow me at TheRealTarjay underscore. I want to hear your comments on feedbacks on today's topic. Also, if you have any other topics that you'd like me to discuss in the near future, feel free to share them. All right, Queens, let's get into this episode. I'm ready to fill y'all with some information for the day, and I'm ready to send y'all off for this beautiful weekend so that y'all can enjoy it. This is Queen T, connecting you to your true wife goals. Let's roll. Hola Queens, it's your girl Queen T here, also known as your favorite and only fiance coach. If you're new to my channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And shout out to all my subscribers on the Fiance Diaries podcast. I welcome you. Hey Queens, thank you for tuning in. Alright, so a little about me if you're new. I am Queen T. I am an author, a podcaster, a vlogger, a blogger, and the list goes on, right? I was engaged four times and I said I do to the ring once. Not ashamed of my story. I live it. I breathe it unapologetically, okay? So today we're going to be talking about the he's just not that into you. Now, for a lot of you, my subscribers and followers, you tend to be fiancés, and I'm here rocking with you. I'm the fiancé coach. We're not ashamed of that title. We're not afraid of it. We're here on a mission for purposeful marriages, okay? But for some of you, you may be in this season where you're dating someone or you're um, intending to date someone, you're anticipating dating someone, um, and you're just getting these mixed signs or um, you feel like you're being, um, you're being put on hold until the person's ready to take things to the next level. And that's where this, uh, he's just not that into you title came from. In addition to this, I will say over the past few weeks, Honestly, it's consistently. It's not just the past few weeks. Um, I've had several colleagues who love to come to me and tell me about their dating life. And for some reason, I'm just listening. I don't look at my colleagues as customers. I don't look at them as clients. Um, I, You know, when I'm even talking to them, I'm just talking to them as a regular colleague. But it seems that uh, they'll come back to me and say, you know, you were right. I thought about when you said this and I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, like I want them to live their life. And I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even know if um, my colleagues know that I consider myself the fiance coach. Uh, maybe the ones that I'm friends with on social media, if any. Um, but 
no, I just don't think they know. So just women coming to me and feeling comfortable to tell me about their dating life, whether they're dating someone online, whether they um, just met someone, whether they um, rekindled a, an old flame, they just come to me and talk about it. And uh, somebody else at work pointed it out like, wow, like people really do feel comfortable talking to you about their relationships. And I'm just sitting right there confused. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know why they come to me. So I'm, you know, I see it as it's, it's just a calling. It's just a calling. And it reminds me that me coming to speak to you queens consistently lets me know that I'm here and I'm doing something that I'm purpose to do. All right, so I wanted to talk about the he's just not that into you um, by sharing a story of mine that is not, believe it or not, not in Three Rings and a Promise. If you're new and you're trying to figure out what is Three Rings and a Promise, I need you to go over to Amazon right now. Stop what you're doing, pause this, come back to it, and go check out Three Rings and a Promise. Download it to your Kindle or purchase it to your home in paperback. It is my book. It is my memoir. Um, it, it's just a lot about me so you can figure out who the heck is this queen T. All right. Now, back to the he's just not that into you. Uh, a few years ago, Queens, I had already been engaged about three times, been through my three failed engagements. Um, I didn't know my now husband, um, I, I really didn't. And I was in my season of celibacy. You know, I was on fire for Christ. I was doing the MSCOC podcast. I, I was just so committed. Um, I was working overseas and there was this guy. And when I met this guy, first of all, when I saw him, he took my breath away. <laughs> like, we just not even gonna go into that. Um, I was just gullible back then. And um, when I talked to him, I felt like, wow, like, I think this might be it. Just one conversation. I just felt like, oh, this might be it. This might be the guy. He didn't even say anything to me to let me know that he was interested in me at that moment. Um, but as time went on, we eventually exchanged numbers. And um, we would communicate on a daily basis while we were overseas. Um, when you're overseas and you end up finding like other people that speak your lingo, um, that know your culture, know your background, it's just very easy to just link up with them and just feel like you're, a piece of home is right there. Um, so we would link up and we wouldn't do the nasty, y'all. I told y'all I was on my celibacy journey. Don't be trying to play with me, okay? So um, <laughs> we would link up and talk about the Bible. And I would just bounce some like uh, questions off of him and he would give me like really like good explanations about certain things that I was like questioning. Um, and it just felt like, okay, that was another check on the box. Like one, took my breath away. Two, he must be interested. He asked for my number. Three, he knows the Bible. Um, so yes, don't act like y'all don't know what list I'm talking about, ladies, because you either have a mental or at least a physical list of all the things that you want in a potential partner so don't judge me all right so um time went on and um I was you know I was, we were overseas but I ended up coming home before him like a month and a half before him and he said to me before I left when I come home you and I are gonna link up and we're actually gonna spend time together that was it I said oh I know I, I know that that Jesus <laughs> Jesus <laughs> that this is it this is it um, y'all, when I left that day up until the month and a half that he came home, I counted literally the days I would journal about it. I was just anticipating his arrival. I was anticipating the dates. I was already foreseeing 
our wedding. And this is crazy because, you know, you think it's crazy, but this is really how women are. Um, some of us are really like this, especially if you're anticipating a marriage, anticipating a relationship. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. You're just the person that, you know, you look forward to the good things in life. Um, so I waited and he came home and when he came home, guess what? We did not link up <laughs> between that time of him not even being home yet. I may have heard from this guy maybe one, no, three times max, I'm going to say. I would text this dude and he would get back to me like two days later apologizing like, oh, you know, the time difference. Oh, you know, I'm really busy over here. Oh, I've been talking to my daughter. That was another thing. Like he had a daughter and the way he loved his daughter, I just adored it. Um, and it was like, wow, like I, I one thing about me, I had a um, ex-fiance. This is so off topic. Um, he had a child and the fact that he <laughs> didn't really embrace that being that father figure it was a huge turnoff for me so to see this guy that actually adored his daughter in this way was like another check you know I didn't even know I had that on the list but let's add it um so maybe like three times max that I had heard from this guy in a month and a half and um it seemed like when he would reach out to me I would be quick to get back to him and then like the responses were just a bit jet lag <laughs> that's the best way to say it like we like it, there was like there was a delay going on somewhere so when he came home he said okay um when i'm going back overseas i'm going to be in your town because i got to go to the airport over there anyway and we'll link up y'all i remember getting dressed getting ready to see this guy had the outfit planned all that do you know homeboy messaged me maybe hours later in the day apologizing that things didn't work out because he got to my town really late and, and to me i'm just like yo do this dude not realize like i've been waiting now two months to see him and you are in my town you're literally 30 minutes away and, and he's telling me that he don't want me to drive this late y'all was 7 30 so okay i'm like you know what he being a gentleman he being a gentleman you know what he don't want me out here too late so i just let it slide but i was low-key salty y'all like bruh i've been waiting to see you for two months and it's 7 30 p.m and you don't want me to drive 30 minutes yo like we can catch a denny's or something like you know some restaurant open till 10 p.m like get serious so i was upset and i remember i cried that night um months went on he's overseas same thing is happening y'all i'm getting delayed response after delayed response and it's just not adding up like i'm, I'm really like getting depressed i'm like everything made sense I keep on going back in my mind, reminiscing about when I was actually uh, in close proximity to this person and how everything just made sense. But then when I disappeared, it just didn't make sense anymore. Um, I just, it, it, it was hard. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I really have to count in my head, maybe like four or five months later. It took four or five months later for me to wake up. And during this time, no other person approached me to date. Um, I, it was like I didn't even see anybody if they did want to date me. I was so fixated on this person and thinking that this person was the one that I was just so blind and I was stuck. It's almost like I, I call it to this day, I call it like a sense of witchcraft. And um, 
you know, it, it just was weird, like how stuck I felt. And at the same time, I could move on easily, but I wasn't allowing myself to. Sorry, that was just my little loss. Um, it, it, it was weird. So a lot of y'all not, I had gotten the courage to block this man's number. And because I told myself, it's so weird that when he reached out to me, I would respond you know, I make time, you know, it's about making time. So I put him on block and one day, <laughs> a month after I had put him on block, I got a message from, uh, I don't, I got a message from another number and I, I recognized the area code, but I didn't know who it was. So he must've had like another number he didn't tell me about. And uh, he said like, yo, like, what's up? Like, I've been reaching out to you. You know, are you not getting my messages? Did you block me or something? And y'all, this day in particular, because y'all know I memorized it, was his birthday. <laughs> so what did what did Queen T say? It was like I didn't acknowledge that I blocked him, but I was like, oh, hey, happy birthday. You know, I hope you're enjoying your day. And that was it. I didn't know what to say. So he was like, oh, God, got it, bet. You must have blocked me. That's all right, I fall back. Y'all, I just was like, dang, like, what did I do? Like, you know, do I apologize? Do I, like, he's reaching out to me. He's looking for me on his birthday. So, of course, that's like, man, like, I must be more special than I think. But I don't know. I just kind of was like, it's been a month. I blocked him a month ago. He found a way to get in contact with me all of a sudden. And I wonder what it must have felt like that I wasn't available when he needed me. And I kind of just let it roll. Literally, ladies, maybe like one week later, I met or encountered my now husband. Okay? We'll talk about that whole how I met my husband story later. But one week later, ladies, I met my now husband. Okay? I didn't realize that the guy that I was tripping off of just was not that into me. And then I'm skipping apart because I'm trying to get to the stuff that really could benefit you. But I think this story in itself can relate to so many women out there. Maybe you didn't go overseas. Maybe the guy only lived 30 minutes from you, 15 minutes from you. But he always made himself so busy with work, so busy with having to get stuff done for his parents. So busy with his business ideas and ventures. He couldn't make time to reply to your messages. He couldn't make time to take to come see you for 15 minutes. That type of stuff just lets you know he's just not that into you. And I feel like a lot of us ladies give these men too much grace on um, not making time for us. The thing about a man, if you really think about the nature of a man, and my husband talks to me about this. The nature of men is men are goal-getters. They have goals and they like to go achieve things and chase. They like to the hunt, the hunt of things. Things that they can't achieve, it's like they can't even go to sleep until they get it. I believe that men feel the same about women that they desire to be with. If they truly desire to be with a woman that they feel like, Hey, let's let's speak of it in biblical because I don't like to look at it any way else. I believe that God designed man and woman to be as one. And I believe that, you know, the woman is a man's rib. 
if, if I'm a person, a human being, and I'm walking around without a limb or without a piece of my body, a part of me is missing. And it's like you're on this mission until you get it, that you don't feel fulfilled until you get it. I'm not saying men are incomplete, but I'm saying what guy, if he knows that you're his rib, is going to let his rib, a part of his body, sit away from him and not go after it? Think about that. Think about that. Now, I t my husband knows this story, you know, about the guy that I just talked about. And, uh, you know, he, he says stuff and I'm just like, dang, like, I really ain't see it like that. But you you really, we do give men a lot of grace on not stepping up to the plate, not, um, you know, jumping in and, and claiming us. And, you know, we're giving them like, oh, he's working on this. I know he's busy. Oh, his mom is sick. These men make time to do everything. So they can make time to reply to your message. They can make time to send you some roses. Even if you can't physically be there, you know how quick it is to order some roses on 1-800-PROFLOWERS.COM. The only reason I know about that is because I end up sending my grandmother some flowers or a good girlfriend some flowers if I'm unable to be there. It's simple, I'm unable to be there so something else can be there. Hop on Etsy, send you something, you know, a card, um, something. It, it just doesn't make sense. And the, the thing is, this guy literally asked me, this is the part I skipped. I got so deep into it. Um, the month that I blocked him, maybe two weeks prior to that, it was before my birthday. And I remember, for some reason, every time my birthday comes around, I just have this like new outlook on life. I think a lot of us ladies do, where we're like, okay, I'm walking into this new year and I'm letting go of this. Like, I don't want to, I no longer want to hold on to this. And he was something. But two weeks prior to my birthday, I had finally got him on the phone, you know, not text message, but on the phone, voice call, ladies, voice. Now, this was huge. Because you barely get him on the phone. And I said to him, hey, like, you know, I really wanted to talk to you about, um, I'm, I'm interested in you. Like, I, I like messaging you, but I want a little more. Like, I just didn't know if that was what you wanted. I forget how I worded it. And um, he said, not, he said, you know, hold on to that. And I remember thinking, okay. And he was like, because the amount of time that I deserve, he said it in a real slick way, y'all. The amount of time that I deserve, he can't give it to me right now. But just hold on to that when he no longer has to do this back and forth between being in the States and being overseas. I was just like, okay, okay. You know, because any other guy I would have thought would have been like, um, I'm not looking for a relationship. But he gave me an answer that gave me some sort of hope and made me feel like he was just as interested in me as I was in him. And... I don't, my birthday came and I was just like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this, you know? So, and I did have some help from like my cousins, you know, I was talking to them about this guy and they were just like, yo, like you need to just block that dude. Like just block him, put him behind you and get over it. And blocking him was like the craziest thing. Cause I remember my cousin like taking my phone and like, I'm doing it. I'm hitting block and she did it and I didn't undo it. So it was it, sometimes it takes sometimes it takes a village y'all it do to, but my point is ladies you should not feel as though that you have to wait until 
your number comes up, okay? It's like taking a number at the deli and waiting for your turn. You shouldn't have to wait for your turn. Yeah, I applaud you queens out here. You're being purposeful. You're um, doing things for the kingdom of God. You're doing things to excel your own business. You're doing things to excel um, you and your children's lives if you're a mom. But don't feel like you have to hold a number until somebody has time for you. If somebody is making you feel like that, I want you to go back to your list and really assess what's important to you. Because I know that we're really tough women. Ladies, we're tough. We're tough as nails. And we can sit right here and say that things are okay and not be honest with ourselves that internally it really bothers us that a person can't make time for us. The dating phase is just as crucial and important as the phase leading up to marriage. It really lets you know a person's true character. You get to see them. You get to see what their priorities are. You already know what his priorities are if, you're, if you can't even be in the top three or five. I would, I would just, I would just push it over to the side, you know, and, and not push it to the side like, oh, X this guy completely out, but I would get out of this complex of I'm waiting for him to have time for me. I think you should get back out there and start dating somebody else. I think you should uh, utilize your free time that you, that you'd rather be with this person and get to know somebody else, honestly. Um, this was something that my life coach had, um, talked to me about and she had to talk me in this process of like dating multiple people at one time. And um, that's the other part, ladies. I did just that when I blocked him, all these guys started coming out of nowhere, out of the woodwork, y'all, all of them. It was crazy. And it was hard to decipher who I wanted to stay around and who I didn't. But when my now husband came. It was like I stopped answering other people's text messages. I started being the one making the excuses. <laughs> you want to know why? Because my time and my mind was being occupied with somebody who really had my interest. All right. Does, I hope that makes sense. Um, I, I hope that you queens really understand what I'm saying. And I love to use my podcast and this channel to be transparent to you because I want you to know that you're not the only one who has gone through these things. Queen T got a lot of dating experience, okay? Some moments I'm not proud of. Some things I probably never talk about. But <laughs> the real truth is, if he's just not that into you, queen, I need you to adjust your crown. I need you to look in the mirror, remember who you are. Um, declare to yourself that if a person can't show that they have time for you and if you feel like you're constantly asking them for time, that you need to find something else to do with your time that you were um, willing to offer to them. And when they come around, I, I, I truly, because I would honestly say, um, I wouldn't even give them time. But the truth is, some people are really just too busy for you right now. But I want you to be really, really read into that and, and listen to what they're saying. What is it that they're really focused on right now that they can't make time for you? Because when people are married, when people are in committed relationships, life still goes on. You still have to be there for your parents. You still have to go and show up to work and do the projects and the home, homework and things like that. You, you, you still have to do everything. So what is it that they can't make time for you for right now? 
All right, queens, I hope that helps you. Um, stay blessed. Let me hear your feedback, your comments about what you think about this episode. And um, show me some love, y'all. Share this with a loved one, a family member, or a girlfriend who you think could relate or maybe needs to hear this message. That's my time. I'm Queen T. Follow me at the Real Tarjay underscore on IG or Twitter. Love, y'all. Gotta roll.